but oh, I smelt corporate corporate in the. We should. <laughs> I'm just a glad I, I'm a not fragrance, crazy. A spray that smells. If we can find that that smell, it, we could call it corporate. Why would you want to smell like that though? You don't. <laughs> So who are we selling it to? <laughs> Hashtag failing business ideas. <laughs> oh, so we should put it up on our merch store on Etsy. I see. Okay. Hey everybody, welcome to A Grade, the podcast where a college professor and a middle school teacher taste, review, and grade America's best coffee roasters, craft breweries, and much more. We have new episodes every Monday morning at 7 a.m. And if you want to help support the podcast, just hop on over to patreon.com slash podcast where you can gain access to all sorts of behind-the-scenes goodies, including pictures, videos, and a full report card of every place we've ever gone to and reviewed. Again, you can go on over to patreon.com slash agradepodcast, become an agrader yourself, and there should be a link as well in the episode description that you can just click on wherever you're listening to this. My name, of course, is Joe, and I am joined also, as always, of course... By none other than... Wow. Hi, everybody. I'm Jackie. Hyping you up today. <laughs> I know. That was shocking. You were looking at me from across the soundboard like, oh, my God, he's clearly had too much coffee today. Whatever I, whatever you change up the intro a little bit, I'm always thrown so off guard. It's so it's such a weird thing that happens. Well, you got to keep the people coming back for something yeah. new. Yeah. So that's my version I'm of like, that. I'm like, oh, hi, it's me. <laughs> Anyways, how are yes. you doing? I'm doing good today. It's a beautiful fall day. We had a great experience and walk to the place that we reviewed today, something I've been really looking forward to. Um, how are you doing? Yeah, this episode's kind of a bit hype, as the kids say, right? Yes. Yeah, because we obviously, as mentioned, if you're a first-time listener, you were probably attracted by the title of the episode, mm-hmm. <laughs> which of course is insert... I don't know, exciting music, fanfare. <laughs> I'll come up with something. Uh, none other than, uh, blah, 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 sorry, none other than Starbucks, technically coffee roaster, which is an interesting one that we've been wanting to do for quite some time. And again, if you're a first time listener as well, you may have remembered I said coffee roasters and craft breweries. The whole idea being that we like to go to and ideally support small businesses, local businesses, small batch coffee roasters, smaller craft breweries as opposed to the mega big ones. However, Starbucks has been on our docket for quite a while because technically they are a coffee roaster. They do roast their own beans. So it sort of worked out, I feel, this week because we are kind of in the depths of the fall semester with grading and everything. And uh, we just kind of had the morning to go out and find a place and of course, Starbucks was pretty close by. So we said, I think this is it. I think this is the time. Yeah. And I was really excited to actually go out and grade Starbucks officially because I feel like I've used it since we've started the podcast sort of as a frame of reference to say, you got to be better than Starbucks. <laughs> or yeah, definitely. if you're worse than Starbucks, that's a problem. Or you got to be better than Starbucks. They've kind of always set the bar for me for what a coffee experience should look like. And we've been to some places that obviously blow Starbucks out of the water. But I was really excited to actually think about it with our grading rubric in mind and to go into one that is very high rated. We purposely picked one that has great Google reviews. I think it has 4.4 stars out of five on Google and all the Starbucks in the area. There's, I think, 7,000 of them yes. in the area. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Several, Approximately. Se- 7 million <laughs> in the local area, the area code, I believe. 
I think this one has a 4.4, which is about as high as they come rated compared to others. Yeah. And it's also a newer branch. I think it opened a year or two ago, so it's still pretty clean. Luckily, it's also walking distance from my house. So we were able to walk there and back, which always sort of adds to the experience for me. But it was a great day to head out and check out Starbucks. Yeah. So this is going to be an interesting episode for all those reasons. And already I kind of feel not bad, but I can't wait to go back to another independent coffee roaster. But yeah, I think it's worth talking about exactly sort of what you were saying at the beginning, this idea that Starbucks is kind of a lowest common denominator for what we say is acceptable for what we look for in a coffee roaster. And in fact, that's another thing that we often say where if we go to a coffee roaster and it's not kind of up to sea level satisfactory standard for our needs, such as the coffee's just not that good or there's no bathroom, one of our instincts is to say, if we rather go to Starbucks because they do those things better, then that's a bad sign for that coffee roaster. And that's not necessarily a knock on Starbucks per se, but it is identifying that one of the reasons why we go to these other coffee roasters is because we want something sort of beyond that standard, which Starbucks does pretty well, I think, as a standard. But I agree. This is, again, why we seek out these other coffee roasters. And if you're new to our podcast, we have reviewed Duncan. (laughs) Well, that was an April Fool's episode. (laughs) Yes, and Duncan was, uh, you know, I'm not spoiling anything to say that. D for Duncan? Yeah, we don't like Dunkin' Donuts. (laughs) I mean, I like Dunkin' Donuts for what it's worth. It's it's very different. Starbucks, I think, Mm. is going for more of a higher end experience. Well, what I say about Starbucks is that they've made an empire on... Well, I I will say because it doesn't give away my grade, but they've made an empire on presenting mediocre coffee as fancy coffee, as high tier next level coffee. And And they've managed to do it in a way where wherever you go to Starbucks, anywhere in the country, anywhere in the world, you are getting pretty much the same cup of coffee and the same experience. And I think there's something to be said about consistency and a lot of people wanting to go to a place that they know is going to be consistently good as Mm. opposed to taking a risk to try to find the A-grade places. Well, and that's what we always say as well, this idea that there are a lot of A-grade coffee roasters out there that honestly blow Starbucks out of the water in terms of lots of grading rubric categories, but certainly the coffee. But then there's other coffee roasters we go to, and as we were saying earlier as well, they're not quite up to even Starbucks standard, which is not good. But yeah, I guess let's um, get into it because I'm very curious what you think. So we have, of course, our four grading rubric categories, which are... Atmosphere and ambiance, service, coffee, and finally food. We will rate each of those on an A to F scale. And then from there, we'll each come up with our overall grade for the experience. And that's already kind of interesting because we often say exactly that, that it's our experience. Some of these places we've reviewed and we're kind of confused because we go there and we say, well, our experience was not satisfactory. But if you go on a different day, maybe some of those elements are much improved. Different staff, different time of year, there's turnover. Who knows? There's lots of factors potentially involved. Whereas the Starbucks, I feel like, as you were saying, is very consistent from maybe one to the next, at least comparatively to going from one coffee roaster to another. It makes sense because they're different entities. They're different businesses. But a Starbucks in Seattle is very similar to a Starbucks in New York, basically, right? Right. Yeah. So uh, let's kick it off with... The A&A, Atmosphere and Ambiance. Uh, do you want to start with that? Sure. All right. What, what did you think? What were your impressions? 
So this Starbucks looked very similar to every Starbucks. It looked like a Starbucks? You would ever see. So whatever you are picturing from your local Starbucks, this is what this one looked like. I promise you. But like I said, it is a little bit of a newer location. So things were particularly clean, sleek, and new inside. When, Well, first of all, it's on a very busy street where cars are driving by very fast. There's a small parking lot, but it's fine to get in there and walk in. There's nice landscaping out front, some flowers, things like that. But when you go in, you can picture that Starbucks look. That's exactly what it looked like. This is one of the, it's not the biggest one I've been to, but it's probably like a medium-sized one compared to what I'm used to. Yeah, it's it's a, probably in that mid-tier range in terms of like size and seating. Yeah, so there were a couple of tables. Some, I think there was one bigger table, but then a lot of two people tables. Lots of windows. So there was a lot of light. It was very bright in there. We were able to get a table in the sun, which I liked. Um, and there was a big bar where they were making the coffee and the drinks. They have a nice section that's very clearly labeled for takeout. They had something that I don't see at a lot of Starbucks, which is on the wall, there was a board, a chalkboard, I guess, that an employee had written on. There was a fact about coffee. There was a person of the week. There was a quote from Winston Churchill. And there was a featured drink. So there were some that felt like a really cool touch to me, kind of like a community corner that made this Starbucks stand out compared to some others. And the drink of the week was a specialty latte, which was interesting. I kind of liked it inside. I thought it was very light, very airy, very clean. There was light music playing. We had a really comfortable table. It was pretty nice inside. Yeah, I think all of that's pretty accurate. Um, I thought that for that size, they did a pretty good job with the seating. That's something we talk about a lot too, this idea of how do you optimize the seating? Uh, Yeah, how do you optimize the seating with the space that you have to work with? And there was kind of this big open space when you walk in where the pickup counter was. But I guess that makes sense because at first I was thinking, well, why do they why do they have all this empty space? And then I realized there's probably lines at certain points in the day that go up to the door like that. Well, I've been there when there's a lot of people picking up either yeah. in the morning or afternoon, this exact location. And everybody kind of stands and waits for them to put out the coffee yeah, so that when makes you're sense. doing yeah. pickup. So it does make sense that there was no seating there. It would have got a little jammed. Yeah. And it, it seemed thoughtful how the seating was yeah and and again that's interesting to see because i have to keep reminding myself that starbucks at its or in its essence is a corporate entity and that's something that corporate entities figure out they don't mess up they don't not optimize the seating but at the same time they had some interesting alterations where they had some big sort of armchair like seats sort of in the corner by the window so i really like that that's kind of really savvy of them where yeah, they could fit in more seats if they did it otherwise and just had more tables. But then you're feeling more like a Dunkin' Donuts. And that's not what they're going for. As we were saying before, they're going for more of that high-end vibe. And that's very savvy of them to do that. So in some ways, I appreciate and respect that. And in other ways, I'm thinking, oh, those corporate monsters, they know exactly what they're up to. <laughs> they're good at it. <laughs> they're good at it. I mean, that's why they make the big bucks, right? So that all sort of makes sense. Yeah, in terms of other atmosphere and ambiance things, you know, what stands out to me is sort of the fact that they do have this long bar, but it's not really a long coffee bar. 
I mean, a lot of our favorite coffee experiences, it's because they do have these long bars that you can sit at or stand at and talk to the baristas, talk to the people behind the bar, see the brewing process, whether it's pour overs or running the espresso machines or making drinks. I mean, one of our favorite coffee roasters, local coffee roasters, Southdown, they feature exactly that. And that's great to see. Fundati Coffee in Providence, Rhode Island, probably one of our number one, two, three, top all-time favorite coffee roasters, they have that pour-over bar where you can get to know the baristas and engage with them a little bit more. And that gets more into service. But again, I think it does tie into the atmosphere and ambiance and that community feel. So yeah, there was sort of that really interesting community feel for the reasons that you sort of identified. But at the same time, like it's still balanced with that kind of corporate feel where it's optimized as well to get as much customers and coffee in and out as possible um, within that framework. So in some ways that's really well calculated and smart on their part because they do have the drive through as well. So you can tell they're doing a ton of business, but it's just different than what I think we typically love in a coffee roaster experience. I have a question though. If you took the Starbucks sign off and this was not Starbucks, this was an independently run coffee roaster, but it looked pretty much exactly the same. Would you have as harsh criticisms for it in that way where it feels corporate? Well, I don't think it's a harsh criticism. I think it's a critique. I mean, I said the same thing last week about solid state coffee, I think, where essentially they, I should have if I didn't, because they had this, (laughs) I don't know if I did, but they had this long coffee bar, but there was really no room or opportunity to engage with the baristas and stuff. I think I did say that. That you always do talk about. And it it just stands out more because I do know that you're right. It stands out more because I do know that they are a corporate entity, but it's something that, yeah, you're, I mean, you're right to ask, like, it is something that you would. Do we have higher standards because there are Starbucks flashing lights? Well, maybe, maybe not. I mean, I, I think you're right. I think it is maybe something to keep in mind because obviously it's about the experience overall, but yeah, I feel as if I would have felt the same way somewhere else in terms of saying like, yeah, that was good the setup because it was efficient and quick again i think that's exactly what we were saying about solid state coffee roaster the episode we did last week that it was efficient and quick but there wasn't that one-on-one interaction so i think i'm being very fair yes i do but i just you know i gotta challenge you a little it's you why I, it's i'm why plenty I, challenged don't you worry <laughs> it's also why i locked in all my grades beforehand so i can't be swayed by your persuasion yeah, I don't like that either, that you, the whole point is for me to try to dupe you into changing your grades. Well, we've been way too in sync with our <laughs> grades. That's true. <laughs> too boring. We got to fight a little very... bit. I got to stand up for my opinions. <laughs> okay, that's fine, because they're wrong, so I don't mind destroying them. So that works just... We'll see what the people think. Um, I guess that leads us, of course, to this week's rendition of, yes, cue the toilets. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Bathroom corner. Bathroom corner. Bathroom corner. You're the expert uh, of the bathroom. Well, surprise, surprise. This was a Starbucks bathroom. Yes. Again, just what you picture. (laughs) Well, it's funny because sometimes I struggle describing bathrooms, especially if they're very specific, very unique, and they do have personalized flavors or touches. But this was a Starbucks bathroom. You know exactly what that looks like. I can't even describe it. It's got the tiles and the... The Dyson hand dryer. <laughs> yeah, the, the gray colors yeah. or whatever. I don't the know. black floor. Google, Google freaking Starbucks bathroom. Like, you'll know exactly what it looks like. We're not even going to put up pictures on Patreon, but we will have other pictures on Patreon. If you go to patreon.com slash podcast, become an A-grader yourself and get lots of behind-the-scenes bonus content, but not this one because it's a love Starbucks us. bathroom. Love us. <laughs> yeah, that was very <laughs> subtle. Um, 
Yeah, so it was fine. It was a just perfectly fine Starbucks bathroom. There's also this, like, I don't know, in some ways, did you feel almost as if there was sort of that, like, and again, I think this is like a corporate stench that attaches itself to places. Like, remember when we were at Olive Garden and we said there's that underlying sort of industrial cleaner that they use that's just lingering at Olive Garden. <laughs> and it's good because you know it's clean. That's but why I thought Olive Garden was Applebee's the whole episode. <laughs> yeah, you kept calling it that. But you would get the same thing at Applebee's. I kind of felt that way at Starbucks in the bathroom. In the bathroom? Even by and some of the tables. Really? Okay. Not our table, but there was a longer table, sort of a group or community table. And I could sort of smell that a little bit, that just whatever bulk cleaner that they it's use. It's the smell of corporate. It's the smell of, it's the corporate stench. It lingers. <laughs> corporate smells like disinfectant, apparently. <laughs> apparently so. But am I crazy or did you feel that too? Now that you say it, I definitely smelt it in the bathroom. I didn't uh-huh. feel it where we were sitting. We had such a nice table by the window that I was really just happy. I didn't smell corporate. But, oh, I smelt corporate corporate in the, we should <laughs> I'm just a glad I, I'm a not fragrance, crazy. a spray that smells, if we can find that spray that smell it, we could call it corporate why would you want to smell like that though you don't <laughs> so who are we selling it to <laughs> hashtag failing business ideas <laughs> oh so we should put it up on our merch store on etsy i see okay i can take a hint which we do have mugs now on etsy if you go to etsy and you type in a grade podcast a grade mug you can buy a mug love us love us <laughs> it's a nice mug we've yes. actually had some contests and people buy them and they use them they work we have them Yes, we do. They're great. They're A-grade. Yes. A-grade. I can actually say they're A-grade mugs. But do you think the bathroom was A-grade? No, I think the bathroom was like C. C. It was, which is not bad. C means satisfactory. Like anything more would be doing more that I would want or that I would like. And I always say, I like music. I like options for, uh, you know, fancy soaps or something. I mean, Po' Boy Brewing, one of our favorites, uh, has a uh, has mouthwash and dry shampoo and flowers and all sorts of things i'm so surprised you know what dry shampoo is i don't i'm getting sidetracked but i don't support dry shampoo because i think it's a myth you got to get on that never i will never try dry dry shampoo that's the stupidest thing i've ever heard in my life your hair gonna look greasy my hair's not greasy you just wash it like a normal human it's not that difficult why do you need dry shampoo where are you going to that you need dry shampoo because i I work out I, five alert. times a week and my spoiler hair gets alert. greasy sometimes and I don't want to wash it Dry shampoo is just air. It's like aerosol. It's, it's just it's, it's it, Dry shampoo is the seltzer water of the soda world. It's, Have you? But you drink anything. seltzer. Yeah, I love seltzer. All the time. So yeah, because I like bubblies. Exactly. So dry shampoo. I love the bubblies. Yeah, yeah but that's like hair. a fan. That's okay. That's I can't argue with that, that <laughs> dementia. But anyways. Okay. <laughs> Atmosphere and ambiance. What's your grade for your our grade? experience? Oh, yeah. Go first. Yeah. My experience for atmosphere and ambiance was a B. I actually think that it was above average, which is C. I think it was really comfortable, really clean, really cozy, really efficient. There were nice little community touches in there. I mean, you don't have the pour over bar like you were saying, and it's not as much of an, you know, you're not getting the independently owned feeling. It's more of that corporate vibe, but I still think it was above average. I can't give it a C. I have to give it higher. I think it was a B. Yeah, I I think that's actually pretty fair. And again, you'll have different experiences even in those regards going to different Starbuckses. Even around here, they're in different types of buildings. They have different spaces they're working with. But like you say, trying to be objective with my experience, I think I'm going to go B minus because for what it's worth, they did a lot of good jobs uh, 
or good work, I think, with those optimizations. But at the same time, like I said, the bathroom was just fine. There weren't those other elements that I really liked. At least there was a bathroom. Coffee roaster. Well, there was a bathroom. This is why it's not. Be- Again, I mean, most places now that we go to, it's like if they don't have a bathroom, it's automatically not satisfactory. So these further embellishments, as you said, and and sort of the seating and the comfort. Yeah, it was nice. You could go. You could work. You could study. You could hang out with friends. It was a good vibe in there. So. I think that's accurate, but again, I'm thinking about it not as a coffee shop. If I were to grade it as a coffee shop, I would say the atmosphere and ambiance is B, maybe even B plus. But because I'm looking at it through the lens of, and Starbucks does claim to be a coffee roaster, they do roast their own beans. Through that lens and how we treat independently owned coffee roasters, I can't give higher than a B minus because we've been to just so many places that do have these features. You know, think about a couple of weeks ago, aficionado coffee roaster in that tiny space, just crushing it with the atmosphere and ambiance. So definitely, I, I think that range is accurately reflective of our experience. So definitely service service. You start us off. Yeah. So the service, again, I think I love doing atmosphere and ambiance and then service because it's a really good segue. It's like the service impacts the atmosphere and ambiance as well. I think the barista slash retail person, cash register person, I don't know their exact title. Um, I did get their name, though, Brianna, because it was on their shirt. They also have their pronouns on their shirt, which I absolutely love. Oh, I did not notice yeah, that. Yeah, it's one of my favorite things that Starbucks does. What were they? I didn't even see. I, I don't remember. I don't want to miss. <laughs> I don't want to. don't remember. I don't remember what Brianna's were, you know. Well, but in, in any case, Brianna was fantastic. I do really like that Starbucks does that. It's just a nice little touch. Uh, yeah. Well, in any case, Brianna was fantastic. I thought really, I mean, in terms of what we look for with service experience and service engagement, pretty much a tier. She was like the nicest person that we've experienced in a coffee roaster in a long time. Yeah. Well, we have had some good experiences, but she was awesome. Well, if you compare it to a lot of times, it's hit and miss. As we were saying with a lot of other coffee roasters we go to, sometimes we go in and the service is very lackluster. It's just the people are overworked or they're not happy to be there or the manager or boss is kind of a dick. Like, you know, there's lots of factors that can really impact and affect the experience that the employees are having and then thus the experience that the customers are having we don't need to be catered to it's not as if i need rihanna and whoever else to come over and bring us our drinks and say oh how are you doing let us uh, pat you on the head and fan you as you drink your coffee and i'm like yes i appreciate that you changed to a british accent while you did that too that's a grade no get, get real that's not really what i'm looking for but i'm looking for sort of their vibe to be a positive vibe that makes me feel comfortable as well. And I thought that's exactly what I got at, at the register, which again, you don't always get. So that was fantastic. Shout out to Brianna. Um, great job there. But everything else, again, it sort of lacks because of that corporate setup. You don't get the continuation of that engagement. You don't get to talk to the baristas. You don't get to see a pour over process of, or method, which they don't have anyways. Um, the, the type of brew that I, I particularly like to get at coffee roasters, another great reason to go to coffee roasters, you get even more actual specialty coffee methods that you're just not going to get out of Starbucks, despite what they might claim. So they do announce it and leave it there in the bin for you or whatever. So that's all fine and well. But uh, I don't know. What are your thoughts on service? I thought the service was really good. I think in general, a lot of the Starbucks that I've been to, the engagement from the baristas is really positive. Everybody seems to be generally happy to work there in a lot of Starbucks that I've gone to. It, it's 
especially this one that we went to today, one thing that really stood out was I made a mistake and I ordered the wrong thing. Yeah, that was pretty funny. <laughs> I thought that I was ordering the cold brew and I accidentally ordered something different, just a, an espresso drink. You ordered something totally different. Totally different. And when I got <laughs> you it- You weren't even close. I wasn't even close. And when <laughs> you were I, so mad. I was I felt so, so mad, mad for you. Because when I got it, I was like- Oh, Jackie, you're so you were, dumb. You, were you ordered the wrong thing. Yeah. It was my fault. I wasn't going to like it. We couldn't do the podcast. I was spiraling. And I had to Venmo you five bucks. You Venmoed me money <laughs> <laughs> to actually convince me to go up there and buy what I actually wanted. And when I got up there, I, I explained that I ordered the wrong thing, but I want to buy what I actually ultimately got, which was the shaken cold brew. And they made me a new one on the house for free which oh, really? no question oh, didn't they didn't have me pay for it there was just no question they laughed and thought it was pretty funny and were like oh my gosh stop it don't worry i will make you another drink i'll make you the right thing and it came out a second later i just thought that was a really show of just something about the company that allows their employees to make those decisions that management is good and there's a reason that starbucks is all over the place and it's the reason for me that it's kind of a bar for me when it comes to service is because i've had this is not the first time i've had an experience like that in a starbucks you don't feel like a burden to them and everybody there today was really pleasant i i was really happy about that happening yeah it's almost in some ways a little frustrating because i feel as if i have so many positive experiences whenever i find myself in a starbucks where they're so friendly and I'm always thinking, ah, oh, you're supposed to be evil and corporate. I thought you're the evil corporate entity. But yeah. the people are usually really nice. And uh, from people I talk to who have worked there over the years, they generally are pretty happy working there. Again, that's not always the case. You get different management, even in a cons relatively consistent setting like that. But yeah, overall, I thought our experience again today at Starbucks, it was generally reflective of what I'm used to at Starbucks in terms of the quality. Usually I say the best part of Starbucks is the service experience. They're usually pretty good. So it does lack those other things that I want in a coffee roasting experience. But in terms of what you get there normally just one-on-one -on -one and what we got today i thought it was pretty you know pretty great so what grade did you give i'm gonna give for service because again it lacks the ability to engage in those other ways i'm gonna give b plus because i think it's fantastic in what it does well but again just because of the setup and because of what they're <laughs> really doing you don't have those opportunities as i was saying so if i look at somebody like brianna i say that's an a grade experience so for brianna a grade oh without a doubt 100 percent. yeah so that's to say that the the quality of people there have been great in in the past and this was the case today as well but because of as i keep saying that inability for me to engage in the other ways i like to if you go back and listen to any of our other episodes on coffee roasters and the ones with a grade service we have that space to do that and we have that room to do that, even if they are busy or there's a lot else going on. So I think that's from my perspective, sort of a really accurate reflection of trying to console the fact that, yes, this is technically a coffee roaster and there are great people there, but it is ultimately still the reality of corporate entity. And even if you disregard that, it's set up as a result of that and it doesn't give you that ability to engage in those ways. It's so funny because everything that you're saying, I totally agree with. And what I had penciled in as well was a 
B plus. Oh my god! Then why are you bothering <laughs> recording it beforehand? I don't know. I well, I guess this is me just judging if you are influencing me at all. But I had a B plus written down. <laughs> I think. That... I think we need to podcast less. Yes. <laughs> well, is, is that B plus because of similar reasons what I said? So we can yes. just cancel the podcast now. Yes. Okay. All right. Well, thank you all for watching. Uh, watching, listening. The end. <laughs> the end. <laughs> Imagine we just said the end and we never did another episode. And that just, was it. We just mic drop. Starbucks broke the podcast. <laughs> Stranger things have happened. It's that corporate smell. It's actually turning us into Starbucks zombies. Oh my god, maybe you're right. Yeah. Maybe that that cleaner stench is actually a, a an, an aerosol or something that gets into addictive. your brain. It's addictive. <gasps> like McDonald's does that. McDonald's. I remember when we were talking? I, I don't know if that's we true. We reviewed but... McDonald's and we were like, every McDonald's thing that you eat has the McDonald's aftertaste. Yeah, that's right. Because it's oh, trying to make you shit. become McDonald's. Oh no! Look, now we're gonna stop the podcast. We're only gonna review Starbucks all over the world. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. It's like, well, we we just decided we just there's no better Starbucks. place to go next week than Starbucks, and Where's... then Starbucks and Starbucks and Starbucks, and then we'll it's start like talking in really... Starbucks. Starbucks, 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 Starbucks. <laughs> we'll be like alien creatures. It's like a really bad Scooby Doo episode. Anyways, uh, coffee. Okay. <laughs> it sounds like probably I'm editing when I do that, but I'm really just thinking we got to move on. Yeah, uh, like move yeah. on. Get us to the next part. No. Uh, coffee. What do you think? Coffee. I felt like the coffee experience was exactly also what I expected it to be, which was the most average good coffee experience I've had. Now, I didn't try the espresso. I had the cold brew and I really liked it. It didn't blow me away, but it totally did the job. There's a reason that I go to Starbucks after work sometimes if I need some fuel for a run. This is what I get. I get a cold brew from there. I In the winter, I get the Pike place roast. I kind of know my order. I know it's going to be the same everywhere I go. I don't think it's outrageously good. It's not like it's something that blew me away or made me cry when I drank it. It's average. It's satisfactory. I. That's all I really have to say about it. Now, I did not try your espresso. So I don't know. I don't normally get lattes or espresso drinks at Starbucks. I normally stick with the Pike, their their roast, their beans, plain, or the cold brew. I've had better experiences with those choices. So I don't know how the espresso is. What did you think? It's interesting because I actually, and I don't normally go to Starbucks. I know you go sometimes whenever, drive through. I'm also a giant fan, side note, of Starbucks teas. They're iced teas that are flavored like the berry very berry hibiscus the peach but how, let me ask you this how do those iced teas compare to the iced teas at southdown roasting i'm really sorry but i like them just as much you're an idiot then i, I don't know what to tell you that's wow. crazy that's are you insane have you tried the iced teas at I'm southdown i'm gonna put convenience in <laughs> with that because southdown is not on my way i have 10 starbucks <laughs> on my way from work to home so if i'm gonna go 20 minutes out of my way no i'm gonna get the starbucks i'm iced not talking tea. about it's convenience really i'm talking about the quality it's iced it's really remember good remember the iced teas we it. had at southdown that yeah, they day they put fruit in mine at starbucks did you hear me not being I'm sorry, able to process starbucks is my baseline and i'm standing by it well, in any event, these, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. About I didn't mean to call you an idiot. So I guess <laughs> yeah, we're look even. At this. <laughs> you said you wanted to fight. I'm bringing. We gotta it. get a get a counselor on this, and we need our our arbiter. No, 
No, Ar- the arbiter. Arbiter, yeah. Yeah, I think he's supposed to be an arbitrator. Yeah. But I think that's if like we're getting divorced and we have yeah. to split up the podcast. I don't yeah. know how that would work. <laughs> I take my mic, you take yours. I bought I the mic. I take Starbucks tea, you take Southdown tea. Okay, that, okay, that's how it would work. But okay. the arbiter is who decides between our nominations who wins the A Grady Award, which is coming up in a f- couple months. And can Starbucks be in it? Starbucks can technically be in the yes. A Grady Awards. If you want to waste your nominations on Starbucks, then go I ahead. I might just to make just you a mad. spite spite nomination. Then I'm going to nominate Starbucks too, <laughs> oh and then it's going to be <laughs> uncontested. Starbucks, Starbucks, Starbucks. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay. Oh my god, that's what they want. <laughs> it's working. Um. Anyways, the espresso, uh, the espresso was. We're losing it. Yeah, the espresso was. Uh, again, so much of Starbucks is just fine, and it's funny because I actually, as I was saying before we derailed, I don't go to Starbucks often, but I probably go once every, I don't know, month maybe because it's just on the way or wherever I am and I need a quick caffeine fix, whatever. And, um, that's what happened to me yesterday morning before work. I didn't have time to make coffee. I didn't have time to go to the other roaster, stop by Starbucks on my way to work. And I had gotten the Pike place, black, regular coffee, Right when she said, oh, you're in luck. We just, this just finished brewing basically as I'm pouring it. So as of yesterday, I had their best version of their Pike's Place uh, coffee, which again is what you're going to get everywhere else. I've had it across the country. When we road tripped across the country, it does taste the same essentially. So that regular cup of coffee is fine. It's a quintessential C satisfactory cup of coffee. The espresso I had today, that's why I wanted to try the espresso because I I don't remember the last time I just had it straight. It Again, it just doesn't have the complexity that you get with something like a pour-over brew or even a really well-balanced uh, shot of espresso with certain roasts of espresso beans that have this sort of bright flavor to them. You know, they can have different aspects of sort of sweetness and saltiness. I didn't get that at all. But it was still pretty smooth. It was fine. It was, again, it's so funny to me that they've engineered fine positive. It's not just fine like eh. It's okay fine. It's good fine almost. It's the baseline. It's the baseline. So I'm going to say because they have, and I tried yours too. Like yours, again, my assessment was that it's fine. It was good, right? So I'm going to say. We've had way worse lattes. Oh, for for sure. At at Coffee Roasters. Yeah, for sure. So do I give coffee your I don't remember. No, I I go first. This you time. go first. Yes. All right. What do I you gave think? a C. I think it was the satisfactory. My baseline. I'm sticking by that. That you need to do better than Starbucks to be above average. I thought it was a C. I could even see now that I hear about your espresso going a little bit higher since that was also fine. Maybe a C plus is better, but I locked in C. Yeah, I'm gonna go C plus for those reasons, and I think as well. They do have a lot of options, and they're pretty good options. So I think C-plus is pretty accurate. And if you're Starbucks and you're listening, that's, again, not even necessarily a criticism. C is fine. I would go to a place and get C-plus coffee every day. Mm -hmm. Again, I'd rather go and get A-plus coffee, but if it's on my way or I'm just looking for coffee, that's what I want. I want at least satisfactory coffee. Again, I'm not always even in the time or place where I have the opportunity to wait and get a pour over that I know would be a great. Sometimes I'm just thinking I I gotta just get an espresso shot and go. Right. Starbucks is great for that too. And that's my experience between my job and my job and my home. There are no craft coffee roasters on the way. If I were to go to one, I have to go 20 minutes 
uh, east to Hampton Coffee, which I'd rather drink Starbucks, or I need to go to Southdown, which I would prefer to drink, but it's very out of my way. Yeah. So I think I'm getting a little bit to the verdict here, but I think it's why it is so hard for coffee roasters to spring up successfully is because you need to beat the average good coffee from Starbucks and you need to beat the convenience of just popping into a Starbucks. You can order on your app. That's what well, I do. Is, I'm getting into we, verdict. But, but this is what we said reason, at the beginning yeah. that it's average coffee that they've branded. It's average plus coffee. It's right. fine. It's it's and good it's fine. And it's consistent. You, you yeah. add in good but service. But they branded it as as specialty coffee and it's not. And you have good service across the board. Yeah, You're, right. It's that, brilliant. That it's, yeah. it's really a brilliant business model but it has stifled a little bit of the small Mm -hmm. businesses being able to actually thrive because of that well that's why we do the podcast that's why we do the podcast we want to highlight so f for starbucks (laughs) (laughs) uh so food i guess is our final category our final category you started off (laughs) so it's funny because we got to the counter and we were looking at the food and i guess the food behind the glass at a starbucks i mean that's pretty ubiquitous Remember that word? Ubiquitous. You like that word? Yes. Yeah. I'm finally learning what it means. Uh, ubiquitous that you f- see that at Starbucks is. And that always freaks me out because it looks like real food, but I'm pretty sure it's, it's fake. fake. And I, I hope it is fake because that display case had some flies in it. Yeah. And that's kind of a turnoff for me, even if I know that it's fake food, but mm-hmm. I wasn't sure. But luckily, I think, again, as you said, it was fake food. F but for flies. F for flies is, is never good. Um, so, yeah. They have a lot of options, but you know, those are options where I don't know how that works. And because it's corporate, I can't ignore the fact that it's corporate. And so when I see something like an egg sandwich panini or whatever the hell that was, I just imagine what you get when you go to Dunkin' Donuts or something and the eggs come in the pre packaged things and they you just microwave them or whatever. I don't know if that's what they're doing, but as far as I know, they don't have a grill back there. They're not fresh cooking eggs, are they? I have no idea, but Anyways, they do have those options, which is nice. So you can get a little breakfast sandwich or panini or whatever the hell it is. Um, We opted for pastries because I felt like that was a safer option. And it was uh, sort of a standard. A lot of times when we go to coffee roasters and we want to try something, if we're not up for a meal like a sandwich, we will try a muffin, a scone, a bread, you know, whatever the case is. So we got the blueberry muffin and the banana nut bread. And my feeling about those was that they were, I mean, they were sort of, again, engineered to be like acceptable maybe. But if I'm really thinking honestly about like the quality, they felt very manufactured. The muffin was not an impressive muffin. It looked like it had like fake blueberries inside. There weren't many of them. I mean, how many coffee roasters have we been to? And it's fresh baked. Is blooming with blueberries and they're tart and they contrast with the sweetness of the actual muffin and all this other stuff. And even the banana nut bread, it felt preserved. <laughs> it was like dense. It yeah. was so dense that it, it had felt good, preserved. It, it had good flavor. It was good. It had good flavor, but it didn't have that character and quality of It felt fresh. processed. Very it, was, processed. it was. It it absolutely did. So the diversity of items, I think, is is fantastic. And again, that's so corporately calculated. I know it is. But they do a good job with that. So if you want those things, you can get them. And they have some interesting other things. It's all expensive as hell. But they also have some healthier option granola bars. They have fruit at some of the Starbucks. Yeah. 
there's a good array of yeah, pre- choices. Pre-packaged sandwiches too, which I've heard horrible things about. Never to get those, I've been told. Mm. Um, I don't know where those come from. They have from. those protein boxes that have cheese and grapes. And yeah. I think when I was in grad school, I lived on Starbucks protein boxes. Well, that's what I mean. So it's not as if, even if you say, oh, well, the food is processed in those ways, you can get something like that where it's maybe a little better. So I don't know. What did you think about food? I know my grade. I think that will help me explain it. All right. I'm going to go for food uh, because there is that diversity of options. There's probably other stuff that I wasn't even noticing. And I'm so afraid we're going to give the same grade again. Well, I just can't help but ignore the fact that there are these other options out there at other Starbucks. But for our experience, I'm going to go because honestly, I was kind of disappointed in the quality of the muffin and the banana bread. I'm going to go see right down the middle of the road because... Again, the fact that you can get other stuff and it is a diverse menu, I really like. I really appreciate that. But it's not anything more than that in terms of the quality based on my experience. I mean, if I'm going to have a donut, I want a real donut. I, I don't wanna, I'm, I'm at the age in my life where I'm not wasting calories on a shit donut. Great I, point. I need a good, a good quality donut. So, yeah, I would say in terms of diversity of items – really good grade in terms of quality, maybe not so much. What do you think? That's so funny. I'm shocked at this, but I actually went C minus. I thought it was, again, very average, very corporate, just like Starbucks. They know exactly what they're doing. But I thought it was slightly below average compared to what I would expect out of a food experience. But also there's granola bars. There's Yeah, that's why I I bumped it up from something Yeah, I I still think it's in that C range, but I just went a little bit below a C. Yeah, if I were to grade that blueberry muffin, I would say it was like a C minus blueberry muffin. Right, so it was a banana bread. But there's something very addictive about it because we actually were, we both were going to finish that. God, it tasted like cleaner. Yeah. No, it didn't. It wasn't that bad. It wasn't that bad. We both were going to finish the muffin and the banana bread and we're both like this isn't worth it throw it out before yeah. we eat it all <laughs> yeah. because we're gonna... it quick. oh and the other thing i have yeah, to say that's true. That's it's true. also perfectly engineered to pair with their coffee yeah. i swear yeah. because the bite of the banana bread and the sip of the cold brew was just yeah you were obsessed so with that good. combination the combination just fits suspicious i don't normally like drinking and eating at the same time whether it's beer or coffee but at starbucks i can do it so what are our tallies for letter grades? So our report card grade for atmosphere and ambiance, Joe gave a B minus. I gave a B for service. Joe gave a B plus. I gave a B plus for coffee. Joe gave a C plus. I gave a C and for food. Joe gave a C. I gave a C minus. I know my overall. I think I know my overall grade. If it's the same, I'm going to. It's going to be the same. I'm going to drop the mic and, and quit. You know, it's going to be the same. Don't drop the mic. These are expensive mics. What's wrong with you? Three, two, one. Yes. Three, two, one. B minus. What? Oh, finally. What? I feel like I never give the lower grade. That's shocking to me. I know. That's shocking. Especially because I'm, I'm so a glad Starbucks we didn't give the same grade. Advocate. You know what's funny is I was thinking B minus. Really? <laughs> and I was like, but I, I thought, you know what? No. No. The coffee is average plus that's the grade and again service though the service consistency ease an app to order all right we'll round up to b minus for the podcast grade okay look because we have to do that actually we we do need a podcast grade well i think it's important to acknowledge both grades bathrooms unisex bathrooms bathrooms that are open to the public they give you free water whenever you want water Okay, fine it's b minus all right fine a plus i think (laughs) 
<laughs> no, we'll do. I we'll go with B minus for the okay. podcast. So okay. it's a B minus. Oh, you don't even want to argue. Well, I already won all the other arguments. Oh, okay. I got to give you something. You, <laughs> you know? already called me an idiot on the air. <laughs> yeah, what are you stupid? Um, so it's a B minus overall for Starbucks coffee <laughs> roaster <laughs> uh, from A grade podcast. I think that's really fair because yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think I think it's accurate. There is a reason yeah. that it's been a benchmark for it's us. not just average it's better than average you right know, there's and, and there's a reason some good that, elements there yeah and i always like to remember that although starbucks is a corporation now it did start as one place in seattle correct sure. that was the first one I where so. a person opened up there. a coffee roaster and knew a formula to make it work and it has worked a time and time and time again you know I don't know. I haven't researched too much of the politics of Starbucks or if they're doing everything ethically or whatever, but I do know the benefits are good for their employees. Yeah, sure. The employees always seem happy to be working there. They're they're good at hiring. And I think that it is and continue will be for me a benchmark for what a coffee experience should be going forward. Well, I don't know if it's a benchmark, but I think it is a threshold. It's that, that's right. It's sort of a baseline minimum where right again, sort of, and sort of the reason why I don't like going much higher with the letter grade for a Starbucks is because, well, this is where coffee roasters have the advantage. Independent coffee roasters. Again, I'm going to go back to our our good friends at Fundati Coffee up in uh, right. it's not Providence, it's Lincoln, I think, yes. right, uh, north of Providence, Rhode Island, and that is set up where you get that further engagement that you yes they're very friendly at starbucks i love that about it but you don't get that further community engagement it's just not going to happen at starbucks it's not set up that way and that's fine that's just a different environment and it's a different sort of goal that they have as a larger scale entity and you know there's a lot of coffee roasters that obviously starbucks started as a coffee small independent thing or whatever that as they scale up, that's something that changes and they can struggle with. And we've seen, we've gone to coffee roasters in a lot of places. Remember Philadelphia? How many of those coffee roasters that we visited there? Turns out, oh, they have half a dozen, a dozen locations. They're kind of a big deal now. And we would, whichever one we went to, we kind of felt like, yeah, this doesn't feel like a local roaster. It feels like a Starbucks. Mm -hmm. And so that that's what happens uh, sometimes, unfortunately. So yeah, I think all of this makes a lot of sense. And I think you're absolutely right. It is good, though, to establish as sort of that, um, I guess, baseline where if you're not doing at least what Starbucks is, then, yeah, it's it's not something that really is worth going out of the way for. And and also another final thought is that the difference between a B minus and an A, and we've given out a lot of A's to Southdown, to Aficionado, to Mongo's. We've given out these A's more, you know, that I'm just not naming here, but the difference between a B minus and an A is also very big, right? You're yeah. gonna. We had a cup of coffee at Aficionado that tasted actually like divine. It, yeah, it, it, I right. mean, an experience tasted, where you have the seltzer well, and this, the beans, this was my point. and you could you could take a sip of this coffee and literally cry because it's so perfectly crafted. You're not going to get that. Well, and that, at Starbucks, and that was a, that. So that's my point. <laughs> Go right? to the small that's businesses. A, that's yeah. a pour over coffee that tastes like flowers right and it's not flavored it's that it's really well roasted beans and is really freshly ground and poured on site on the spot 
you're not going to get that at Starbucks. And, it's not what they do. And which you is are fine, right about the tea, but it's different. This the tea at Southdown is at a yes! different. A, a, I mean, a different a different level. I was yeah. just factoring convenience as well, yeah. and and yeah. in my lifestyle. Well, that's like I was saying too. Sometimes I am in a rush, and I think yes, yeah, Starbucks. I know I'm going to get that. Just get that green tea wherever yeah. you know. But right. so I think there yeah. are reasons that we applaud Starbucks, but there's also reasons that we really, really want to do the podcast and promote those A level businesses that yeah. are doing things above and beyond the satisfactory experience. Yeah, it's funny. If we go to a Starbucks again, thinking about Starbucks is that we've gone to across the country, there probably also be minuses. There probably, you know, right. maybe some are C pluses, some are Bs, but it We're would probably right average, average out to a, a B minus. Yes. Probably, I, I can't imagine going to a Starbucks because they're just not set up in these ways that we say we like for small batch roasters and getting an uh, overall a great experience, you know, the different elements may change, but again, consistency right around that C matter. grade. Yeah. C is probably the average of all the Starbucks. Well, you heard it here. You heard it here. B minus for a our Starbucks experience today. Yep, and uh, I guess that's everything. I what are we doing next it. week? Where are we I going? don't know. I think we should go back to a brewery, though. We should we go back to a brewery. A, a brewery. Has it been a while? We did Sand City. Oh, wait, that was last week's last episode, week. Sansa. I kept saying go back to last week. I meant the last coffee roaster right. episode. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, well, we could do a brewery. We're not going to tell you which one because... We don't even know. Well, damn it. You're right. <laughs> I was going to say if you if you want <laughs> to find out, you should uh, subscribe to the podcast. Follow we'll talk about some listening. real suspense. Yeah. Well, that's, let's go with that. <laughs> yeah. And uh, like we said earlier and shamelessly self-promoted throughout... You head on over to patreon.com slash a grade podcast. You get behind the scenes pictures of all these places and uh, you can help support us. Again, it's uh, not much and it does go a long way. So shout out to our current patrons. Uh, we really appreciate you guys. Couldn't do it without you. And uh, we will be back next week with a brewery of some sort. I haven't decided yet. I can't wait. Yeah, it should be fun. Yes. I guess. <laughs> Why do you sound so unenthusiastic? Because the coffee's finally wearing off, and I just remembered I have to grade like 70 papers. You're powering down. Boo! Well, we can run up to Starbucks and get you another cup. Oh, God, we can. Until we release this episode, and then they come after us. <laughs> they sue us. It will, this will be up for it's 24 hours. It's B for Starbucks. Yes. Yeah. But uh, anyways, I guess, I guess... Is that everything? That's it? That's it. It's over? It's over. Oh, I want to play. Oh. I don't want to go home. <laughs> I mean, I am home, so yeah, that but... works, I suppose. But, uh, what do you guys think? Share with us your thoughts, comments. I don't know where. <laughs> Twitter, tweet at us, A-Grade Podcast. Instagram, A-Grade Podcast. Reddit, we're on Reddit, A-Grade Podcast. If you disagree, we'd be curious to know your Starbucks thoughts and experiences. Yeah, I really am curious to hear of the people that prefer Dunkin' over Starbucks. That's just it's that. Now that's definitely stupid. Definitely a big debate. But yeah, that's really stupid. I mean, yeah, come the after me. I dare of. you. You got nothing. <laughs> I mean, it's not really comparable in my opinion. Yeah. But well, anyways, uh, yeah. So thanks for joining us as always, and we hope to see you next week. So until then, stay safe out there. Be well. Drink well. And See you then. Bye. Arrivederci. Bye. I'm going back to my Italian roots. Let's just go back to Italy. <sighs> Should we? Yeah, well, we got a review of Starbucks in Italy. Oh, yeah, they did have Starbucks in Italy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What? How do you say Starbucks in Italy? Starbucks. Star- <laughs> Star- Starbucks. <laughs>
No, it'd be st- Stella Bocchio. Okay, we need to end this podcast now. Cut. <laughs> Cut. <laughs>